Because the after Will smacked that nigga with the black suit and walked off. Philly is not playing games. Okay, nah, we don't. And people know that already. Oh, Lord. <laughs> and we'll just confirm it for the world to see. Period. You've been begging me to pop out. Why you playing? You be popping at the cop out. Girl, I fuck up your plans, get them swapped out. When I pull up on you, probably add a whole block out. And we back. What's up, y'all? Thank you for tuning in to Pop Out Episode 5, our season finale. This is your girl, Chanel Nicole. And this is your girl, Bree. And y'all, that shit is sick. Oh, <laughs> God. Where the hell? Oh, Lord. I'll send her your best wishes, please. My girl is sick. <laughs> My girl is sick. <laughs> Damn. She's sick. Girl, yeah. it's been a crazy two weeks. World win, girl. No, it's really been a crazy ass two weeks. It was a good break though. We needed we needed that break. You ever just have a break where yes. you just need to like and I feel like for me, that's one thing that I need to start doing more is actually taking a break. Mm-hmm. Like take a break and just because I'm one of those that will work through your lunches, will work through my lunches from time to time and then be miserable. <laughs> if you don't choose to take a break, your body will choose it for you. Oh, you know. yes. And that's mm-hmm. exactly what happened. Mm-hmm. That shit was like, sit down. And then you can't do nothing but just sit there. Literally. There's there's nothing you can do just besides just relish in your tired. I'm your implementing body. self-care Saturday as like a weekly thing. Really? Like that's going to be my weekly schedule. Like I like that for you. I literally woke up Saturday and spent a whole hour in a bathtub watching Netflix. And it, really? it was amazing. And I'm like, I need to do this every Saturday. And so I'm going to break down like my maintenance. So like one Saturday is going to be hair. One Saturday is going to be nails. One Saturday is going to be waxing. One Saturday is going to be massage. Girl, I got waxed yesterday. And when I tell hey. you that, usually I, let me tell you something. Usually I could take a wax to the chin. Okay. Like I'm good. Okay. Yesterday? I don't know what happened. Oh. The lady was like, oh, you're sweating. Yeah. Are you okay? I said, no, but I'm not. No, I'm not. My last wise experience was like that too. And it got stuck and it was so painful. Get out of here. Yes. She got stuck. Yes. How's it happen? The whack, it just wasn't, it just, it just, (laughs) out. No. She was like, oh, wait, it's not. Every time she was, yeah, you got, yeah, you know what? You can keep that. I'll let it fall off. Bro, like when she she hit one side, I was like, honestly, I think I am willing to just walk away just like this. You know what? It's fine. You know what? Let's not make it a Brazilian. We'll just make a, a bikini. A bikini. But only, oh, but the half was off. So I was just like, damn, like I just, I can't come back home like that. Like, one side, like yo, it's hard to be a woman out here. But yeah. yo, I was I was just done. <laughs> Yo, I'm I was debating if I want to go back. 
Word? Word. I'm like I can't stop I can't or, I can't stop here. Or hair removal. I mean laser hair removal. I always wanted to try that. I think I think I'm gonna look into it once it's really because it that was such a bad experience for me. I'm like, why would I put myself through that again? Why would I willingly go put my legs to the sky? <laughs> no. And, and you know what's crazy? What had me dying about this moment? Because I went to I went to this spot by around the corner from me. But for me, um, she's like, oh, can you lift your legs for me? And she said something, and I was just like, yeah, we're friends now, girl. It's okay. We we cool. We friends now. You know you you know me better than I know myself. We good. Literally, we're you friends see parts now. of myself that I can never see. Literally, you- literally, I can't see it. I can't see it. Um, so let's, let's talk music first. Okay. Um, Lotto's new album. Oh, I love it. I was delighted. I'm actually, I'm, I, it. I actually enjoyed the hell out of this and it gave what mm-hmm. needed to be. Sunshine. Mm-hmm. Sunshine. Yeah. Like, you know, like riding through, <laughs> riding through LA and just like, Sunshine. oh, my bird. I was literally on, the bird, <laughs> on the way to your crib <laughs> with the album on in my ears. Not I was driving playing. with my, with my Kia soul. <laughs> With the, with the sunroof up. Hey, sunshine on me. Blowing through my wig. Period. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was actually delighted. I was genuinely happy. Um, I, ju- I think I give the album like a 9 out of 10. I give it a 9.5. I think Ooh, it does. Yeah, okay. I like I like how... I was crazy. I was thinking about this the other day where it's like... Is a Solange, Summer Walker. Mm. It's like more so savage music, but you you want to feel that. Like in those times, that's yeah. what you like. I'm craving to listen to some of this. I'm craving to listen to some of that. And then when you like, nah, it's giving, it's giving bad bitch. Like yeah, you, you that was a different. That lotto, that, that's a different that type of Stalin. like. Yes, pop it like a wheelie, yes, bitch. <laughs> it's. But I, I genuinely liked it. Like yeah. I and I even went back to I like listening to people's like stories before they release an album. Yep. So like I always like look out for interviews for them. Mm-hmm. Like when um Tether Creator put out um Calm Before You Get Lost and he did an interview with Ebro on Hot Ninety Seven. And when I listened to Joe Budden's podcast with Mulatto there and even with Hot Ninety Seven, what killed me though was when she said she tried to clear a future. Uh-huh. <clears throat> yep. And or and from a male artist. That is crazy. And he said crazy. he wouldn't release it. He wouldn't let her release it unless if, he if fucked he ain't, if, if he ain't hit. And that's what? the part where, for me, I was just like, mm-hmm. story, like, story of our lives. Like, yep. that's, it's, and it's like, yep. it never stops. Literally. I don't know if I'm that surprised, you know? I just feel like the way these niggas move out here nowadays. Like, yeah, they move so shysty. It's like, yeah, and I don't know, and it's not even like who even need to know that you did or you didn't. Like, why you, why you stepping on? Not to say that she worse off or she better off without having the verse. Right, 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 right. But it's just like, who are you to get in in the way of my progression, in the way of my art, in the way of my art? All this shit I and you making it, it, you making it your mission to like, and you want to reduce me down. Just to just to uh, a body part, my right. body. Like, like imagine if, if, if it's, it's trash. trash. Like you gonna be mad. You gonna go talk shit. And you gonna go talk shit. Why can't we just be business partners? And you gonna walk away disappointed. You gonna be real mad. You gonna be big mad. You gonna be big mad. So like, what's the point of what is the point of doing all that? I think it's a control thing, a male control thing. Like really? if I'm gonna be on this, I need to know that I touched this. That I remember when we were talking that. about Kayla Nicole. Yes. Yes. Oh, yes. It's a, mm-hmm. 
that's mm-hmm. the part that's like, damn, mm-hmm. like, not, I'm not even going to say niggas because I've come across different, like, women that do that to, like, certain, like, younger men or even women. Mm-hmm. Depending how that per like, depending on how that woman gets down, mm-hmm. like, I've witnessed someone experience it. Mm-hmm. But that, that, well, that album was shout out to her. Yeah, because that, that album sh- was that, top that, shit hot. That, shit that no hot. skips. Okay. No skips. None. I like to tell you something. Album. If I can listen to an album from front, like there's only mm-hmm. a few. No, like one album that I can listen from, like front to back, Ari Lennox. Yes. Oh, she's Shea my Baby. favorite. She's my motherfucking favorite. Love her so much. From pop all the way down to um, up late. Like I could just mm-hmm. listen to that album mm-hmm. all day. Her, I could listen to her first album front to back. Like mm-hmm. it's just like those albums. Mm-hmm. I can really just like, I can, Take I can it. listen to it every uh-huh. day and be very content because mm-hmm. we relate to them. So like certain right. shit that, you know, when she said, uh, on sunshine, she said they use my couch as therapy. But no one took care of me. I was uh-huh. like, damn. Uh-huh. Felt that in my soul. I remember. <laughs> <laughs> um, now let's talk. What else has been going on? Gas prices. Oh, girl, I sold my car. Can't relate. Yeah, I can't lie. Girl, I'm saving on gas. I'm saving on car. No, I'm saving on car insurance. I'm saving on car maintenance. You are. <laughs> Girl, it just. Must be nice. <laughs> yeah, because they're like $6. It's like. You know, the birds. Because let me tell you something. Bree's going to bird. Oh, bitch. <laughs> she going to bird. She going to bird anywhere. For those that don't know what a bird is, it's a scooter that they have out here. Electric scooters Electric out on scooter. the street of L.A. Just right. Well, they have them in D.C. They have them in D.C. They have them in different they places. They have them in different major cities. You know what's crazy? I saw someone post on Twitter. Someone posted on Twitter, what's wrong with having relations with a 19-year-old? I'm 25. What's, what's the big deal if we're over 18? Mm-hmm. That's weird to me. Do you feel mm-hmm. like that whole 18 consent thing is like really a thing? Cause I go based off menta- men- like mentality. I feel legally, you know what I'm saying. Eighteen is like cut off. Like you can't be, mm-hmm. you can't be super worried. So it's like, I, honestly, my thing is, who are we, yeah, to step in and be like, no, this is wrong, and that's everyone. It's like mm-hmm. again, legally, after eighteen, yes, oh, this yeah. person is allowed to do whatever they want and mm-hmm. not, you know, be looked at crazy by the law. Mm-hmm. Now, being looked at crazy by other people, that is different. But I feel like there's the two things to this. It's the mm-hmm. one where people have these opinions and they're like, no. That's too much of an age gap. Y'all aren't, you mm-hmm. know, emotionally mature. But then it's the other. It's like, <clears throat> are you really about to uh, base your life off of what other people think or what other people have to say? Like, right. I feel like you don't know the specific dynamics. Of yeah, it, I think it all. And I think it also. I think it also depends. But I will say, like, I've been that eighteen-year-old mm-hmm. where, like, someone in their mid twenty mid twenties tried to talk to me, and it's like. I have I can't relate nothing to you. True. Like True. I'm in college. True. I don't know what I'm gonna eat mm-hmm. today. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go to the cafeteria. And then that's what, I think that's when you right. 
And I think you gotta look at the man because that's the man. It's like, why? And you know what's crazy? But they're on the same level though, right? Because men mature. mature way less at a, at a lower rate than women do. So right. when I'm 18, yeah, me and my 25-year-old counterpart are probably going to be on the same page about right. a lot of things. I'm probably going to be a little bit more And Now, you know what's crazy, though, <laughs> is that that person was, like, talking to, like, other girls that were, like, 18, 19, mm. and he's, he was 25 at the time, and I'm like, why can't you get someone your age? Right. That shit had me right. That shit had to, I, I started right. to think. I'm like, why can't you date someone your own age? But like, I feel that way about people our age. Really? I don't, yeah, I don't date people 25, 26, 27. They're still... Like you're just not like mentally no, for you. So yeah, I like I okay, not okay. I if if you got it, sure, but not like even like messing around with people that's like thirty to thirty five. They're still low key immature. Like yeah, men specifically. Like it take. I feel like and it's so. I feel I was having this conversation with one of my girlfriends too. Like it's so sad, you know. But like men are probably the best for us. When they're like forty, but 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 forty, right? But at forty, they look crazy to us. And it's just like, no, I don't want no forty-year-old man. So what am I supposed? to You know what do? it is for me? Why I couldn't like, I rather date in my range than like over because I'll say this: certain, certain like a lot of people at that time, especially like you know, depending on like their family culture, they want kids. Yeah. Yeah. Like true. I had like I had a friend that was dating someone older and you know, she wants to travel, she wanted to do this, 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 and the person was like, I'm ready to have kids and she was just like, Oh True. I am twenty five. I don't think I'm ready. <laughs> and old boy was like, Alright, cool, I can't be with you anymore and she was just like, Wait, but no, but I really, really like you and he was like I mean, But yeah. this is where I'm at in life and this is what I want. True. And I'm thirty something, I'm pushing forty, I don't think this was gonna work out. And I was just Aww. like that's why I always like whenever I tell people like if you want to date someone older, go for it. If they're on mentally on your level, yeah, and they're at where you want to be at, yeah. go for it. But just know, uh-huh. if they if their family's like, where's the grandchildren? You're right. like, girl, I'm trying to go on vacation. <laughs> we're That's, talking about it. We're talking <laughs> in like five years. <laughs> But that's just my take on it. I think that's crazy, though. And I think this goes into something else we wanted to talk about. And just like, okay, older men will willingly go after mm-hmm. younger Young women, women. Right. Um, mm-hmm. And partially probably because they know that they're on the same level. Yeah. And so do you think there's a thing where men would prefer this type of relationship? Someone that is kind of on my level, maybe not fully on my level versus a woman that is overly on their level you know i'll tell you this there are different type of older and again i'm not going to speak on you know men all the time but just from what i've seen what i've seen like what i see my friends experience and like different things a lot of older men prefer younger women for a few reasons Mm -hmm. and that is one mentally maturity like maybe i'm like i'm not here yet and, you know, a lot of women my age are expecting X, Y, and Z. I don't have that yet. Maybe someone younger, you know, is mm-hmm. a little bit more flexible. Mm-hmm. There are some men that will date younger women for grooming purposes. Mm-hmm. That's the part that I don't mm-hmm. fuck with. It's just like I also had a friend that dated somebody older. And just like to see 
like the grooming mm-hmm. and the like i'm older than you so i know a lot more than you mm-hmm. you need to do this and you need to do that i've been here longer than you and i'm just like okay like i told her i was like bitch is that your man or is that like your dad no like, it's so crazy i definitely am one to like date older men but i feel myself having to like let them know yes like establish those boundaries i may be younger than you but but for sure know that i know what's going on here so i don't need you to try to step in and play my dad because we don't need to do that Mm -hmm. like i i got this and if you want to be a part of it you need to need to understand that right like don't sit here and think that you can like they'll you know they'll pass comments or talk. like do you know who you do you know me do you know me like if if if, if you if you're gonna keep mentioning my age and and what i don't have and what i need to do then find somebody they'll just be like you know girls like you're like no nigga you <laughs> you don't know no girl like me you, you don't <laughs> you don't you don't and if you want me to do x y and z i need to be here like then I don't need you. Find someone your age. Listen, it, it's to the point where I I have everything for myself. I do everything for myself. You need to come, if not at a little bit above. That's it. <laughs> I've had, but I've also view. I've also seen my girlfriends have boyfriends that are older, and they're happy. Uh-huh. They were happy. They were uh-huh. cool. They were chilling. Like, because uh-huh. again, like there has to be like a mutual. You have to make sure that both sides mentally know what they want. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily so, like, 18, legal, and it's just right, like, you right. don't know where this little girl's. Her phone bill is still being paid by her parents. <laughs> that little girl can piss <laughs> off her parents, and then they'll be like, cut. Yep. You can't get in contact with her. You know why? Because uh-huh. her parents didn't pay her bill. <laughs> <laughs> she is on punishment. She's on punishment <laughs> for the week. She got to go back to school. She got, oh, you can't see her on Christmas, nigga. She got to go back home. Yo, weekend vacation in Vegas got canceled because she got grumped. <laughs> She's a, imagine the parent answer the phone. She's on punishment right now. <laughs> what? I'm at the gate for the flight. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch, I'm at TSA. <laughs> well, you better turn around and keep going because she's not coming. Because she's not coming. <laughs> but but my here's me as the mom. What's the gate number? <laughs> <laughs> I wanna go. <laughs> me and her daddy ain't on good terms. <laughs> Another thing that I've seen that had me fucked. Oh, someone said higher earning women. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is what I was getting at. Are less attractive. Uh-huh. And that's where, and I see now uh-huh. what you mean by like, uh-huh. maybe you want to date someone younger simply because. We intimidate you. When I, Brie, when I tell you, when I seen that shit, I was like, yep. you got to be kidding me. Girl. He said higher earning women are less attractive. Let's, 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 let's hear this. Hold on. It's like, yo, <laughs> like, who wants you? Who wants you? You're you right. right. Like, once you have achieved these things, you have unfortunately disqualified yourself. Ooh, and, and, shit. And what it is is these, because I, this is the thing. I'm not blaming Ooh, the women. women. are going to hate him for that shit. Like, no. <laughs> they're going to hate him for that shit. I can't up. wait to put this shit up. Once I make accomplishments, I disqualify myself from your interest. First of all, I'm, thank you. I'm glad that I'm me glad that I'm glad my goals is disqualifying you from thinking you could. Yeah, ever no, be in it's my no. And, and you know, the crazy part is it's not about I'm disqualified. You're, You're disqualified. disqualified You're disqualified yourself. <laughs> okay. That's it. And you know what the fucked up part is, is that I can be successful and my partner not be as successful or he's successful and I'm not as successful as he is. And just the fact that, you know, 
You can look at a person and be like, oh, like I got this and you don't. Nope, no, you're not for me. But it's just like you don't know that. Just it's it's that's some Kevin Samuel Samuel shit. Mm. Like what it and the fucked up part is that when I see stuff like that, and then I'll see people like Danny Lay when she got kicked out of the baby's the, crib. Uh-huh. And everyone's like, you got to get your own shit. Uh-huh. Oh, but when I when you come to me and I got my own crib, my own car. I'm disqualified. I'm disqualified. And that's because you don't have control over me. And you can't match. Because if, if you got something, my thing is, right, it's, I don't know, men are so contradictory. And I hate to talk bad about men mm-hmm. or whatever the case may be, but it's like, oh, first it's like, what do you bring to the table? Oh, but don't overly bring too much to the table because then I don't want to be with you because you're intimidating me. You're shooting down mm-hmm. my ego. You make me feel like less of a man. Like, how are you, I, I think it's the putting boundaries or constraints on your ambition. Right. For me. No, it's right. like, you can dream, you know, work hard, but only to a certain extent so that I don't feel bad or so that I don't right. feel like I'm not. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not feeling, I'm not, not being um emasculated. So now here's <laughs> the thing though, is that when you feel emasculated, that's the part that gets me, is that mm-hmm. me making money, me doing X, Y, and Z makes you feel less. And back to what you said in the last clip, girl, when you said, why am I, a woman with a, with a vagina, make you... Threatening your manhood or your masculinity as a man. What does that have to do with anything? If you were grinding as hard as... it, and that's And I think, first of all, you need to go back to the whole point of what does... Your masculinity look like? How does that? What? What are you basing that off of? Are you basing that off of how much money you make? Are you basing that off of how many assets you own? Mm. Are you basing that off of you know your career position? And then it's the masculinity thing because you're like, oh, I'm emasculated. But it's also both people their definition of success, and it's just like, why is my definition of success threatening to your definition of success right. or your definition of masculinity? Exactly. Now, I'm going to switch it. I'm going uh-huh. to switch it. Even now, like, when it comes down to women. Yeah. Sometimes on, like, on the female, you know, spectrum, same goes for us as well. Like, I've come across a lot of women that are like, I want X, Y, Z, X, Y, Z, X, Y, Z. Yes. <laughs> but here's the thing, though. That's the, Here's the difference between you and them. Because, you know, Brie is not one of them. <laughs> Period. You come with something. Right. A lot of women can I want this, 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 and this. But I can't provide you. Let me ask you a question. <laughs> what do you have? Mm-hmm. What do you have? Mm-hmm. And I think that will make that that will make there. a man. What do you have? That what do you have? And I again I hate the conversation bringing to the table. I hate that fucking mm-hmm. phrase. Who who are you yourself? If you're going to rec- if you're going to require a man to have these amount of things and then when it's your turn to pull up and be like what do you have you ain't got shit mm-hmm. you ain't got mm-hmm. shit but i think that's the bigger problem though because why are you out here looking for somebody else and you ain't got shit, shit for yourself get your shit together <laughs> don't be trying to put your shit on somebody else you need to get yours together first and then maybe go and like part you're supposed to mm-hmm. partner with somebody you're not looking for somebody to take care, care of you, you on either end you're looking for someone to build with yes and and, and that's me personally no 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 people no, I could be you looking that. you know what I'm saying I come just from, to come up i come from a, i come from a mother who is married Mm-hmm. I come from a two-parent household, mm-hmm. but one thing that Inez was never going to do <laughs> is not have her own 
shit. Period. And granted, like I like I I don't I'm not gonna be a hypocrite. Like I know for me, like it took me a minute to get to that place where it's like, all right, I gotta start getting my own. Like I gotta start. Yeah, it's not overnight, but it's not like. Basically, but let me tell you something. Try to solve your problems with a relationship. Yes, I was gonna say that as I started to grow into my own and getting my shit together and getting my own. That was that wasn't gonna mean that I was gonna require someone else mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. to have the things that I don't have. Mm-hmm. That's I think right. that, I think that right. is like the the full circle is that don't request something from someone else that you don't even have for yourself. Because just in case they can't provide it for yourself. I mean, just because it just in case they can't provide it for you, at least you can turn around and be like, well, I got my own. I I can do it myself. Literally. Like, oh, I want to go on a vacation. I want to go here. Well, and the person be like, no, I don't want to go. Okay, cool. No problem. I'm going to go by myself. (laughs) I'll see you when I get back. Oh, that's sad. We can get drinks when I come back. (laughs) (laughs) I certainly wanted to use that button. Oh, my God. But like speaking of that whole thing, like of, you know, the whole. Getting it on your own, Kim. Let's talk about it. Let, let me see if I can find the clip, honey, because she said, "Get up off your ass and go make a sex tape so you can get." Woohoo! <laughs> oh, that's not what she said. I thought that's what she. Said. But here's the thing, though. She wasn't even working in that in that in that sex tape. She was not working. She didn't need to. All she needed to just was be there. That was her hard work. <laughs> All she got to do is lure in the black men for women in business. Get your fucking ass up and work. It seems like nobody wants to work these days. You have, to, so true. you have to surround yourself with people that want to work. Have a good work environment where everyone loves what they do because you have one life. No toxic work environments and show up and do the work. Get your fucking ass up and work. She's not wrong. She's not wrong. She's not wrong. Right message? Wrong person. <laughs> wrong messenger. <laughs> Right message, wrong messenger. <laughs> wrong messenger. The nerve of you. And I think that's why everybody took it so personal because yeah. it was just like, what do you mean like no toxic work environments? Yeah. Like, no, bro. For 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 us, that's not. Yeah, you got to build Because like I said, that. I can't go somewhere and change my hair without hearing, uh, it's, something's different about you. I didn't recognize you. Yeah. Or like just even little microaggressions where you know, you disagree in an email or you disagree in a Zoom meeting and it's like, we don't want to upset you. Yeah. And that's not even it. That's I'm just it. disagreeing with you. Right. But let someone else say it is passion, but let us say it, it's like, you're upset. She's not wrong. She's not wrong. The, the, the message, the message, the message is, is not is wrong. wrong. It just didn't get received well because it's like, what are you Comparing that to yourself, it's now Cause, it's getting cause into that's, like, are you that's saying you that start... you did that? Because we can go take a look at your career, and we can just show. And not even that. Let's start with your dad, who had money, right? Mm-hmm. Who was able to put you and your family in a situation to where you don't experience the hardships of having to put in hard work. And that's not to discredit how they got to where they are today, but it was very much from a higher platform than a lot of people. It wasn't self-made. Like, for example, even when it comes down to us trying to uproot this, you know, money and funding and LLCs and business credit, and we're just trying to, like, you know, put everything all in one pot so we can make this thing bigger, you know, how we want it. You didn't have to worry about that. 
Right. Get a meal and you just go for it. Right. Yeah, it's easier for you to get up off right. your ass and work. Because your mom knows somebody that can get you the studio. And then your dad knows somebody that's going to do your marketing for free. And then your sister got a photographer for you. So you don't need to worry about your photos. And... You know or even if you have to pay out of pocket, it's nothing. It's, it's not. It's that's chump change. It's coming from the. It's coming from the little allowance your mom still give you. Not touching the shit that you already got coming. And in. that's why, like for example, like I was watching this thing where um they were like I hate going to, I hate going to networking uh you know networking brunches or lunches and shit like that because yes, some of the I saw that some of the advice that certain people give is just like by the like. Go for it. Be confident. Believe in yourself. Be confident. <laughs> Assert yourself. That's crazy. I've never felt like that. I uh, Maybe I've never put so much money out there and never, you know. Yeah, got anything back. Did something like that. I don't know. I've, I'm discerning about those types of things. But every time I go to, I don't know, maybe it's just me. I make the most out of my shit. Like, you know, you're going to make the most out of it. Mm-hmm. But there's certain times where, like, certain people that I have spoken to, and I be listening to them, and I'm like, you came from money like uh-huh. stop uh-huh. stop like uh-huh. that's why when i listen to certain people like that's why like i seek when i see people in certain positions i want to know their story because they got it out the mud mm-hmm. i want to know like that's what i want to mm-hmm. hear i want to see i want to listen to somebody and take advice to someone that i can relate to right like of course like you know the ceo of this and this i'm gonna listen to listen to you from like the business perspective. But when it comes down to like, if we're all aware that, you know, you came from money, your dad worked in stocks, your mom did this, your dad, and you guys came. Yeah. What can you give me? Unless you, unless you provide me with funds, unless that you're I won't be mad at that. I won't be mad at, I won't be mad at that. <laughs> that I won't be mad at. You're willing to passing down the funds. But I do think there are, some valuable lessons to be learned from these people Mm -hmm. because again, they are in positions that we would never be in. So they have seen and experienced things Mm -hmm. that we have not yet. And so it could give us some insight into how we want to move and get up there. So I don't fully discredit it. It's just, I think it's also delivery. Cause I don't know if she was subbing one of her was it, sisters I was gonna, and or do, something. Do you feel like, it you feel like it came off? Do you feel like it came off a little condescending? It very condescending and aggressive. Is just like, oh, what y'all out here doing is not work. Y'all need to get off off your ass and work. Or I don't know if it. She no felt, one wants to work these days. Or she it's, felt it was personal because people tell her she need to get off her ass and work or whatever. But I don't think the delivery. The delivery also didn't help it to be received as well. I don't. I don't know. If wrong, yeah, like literally, right message, it. wrong message. Your delivery yeah. was ass. <laughs> Negative three out of ten. <laughs> and she felt so. She felt so cool and so bossy. Yo, and she like, said it with she the, was shitting on people. <laughs> and people like were she like, felt mm, like she no felt bitch, like you ever canceled. seen like Nicki Minaj at the end of Itty Bitty Piggy? It's me, <laughs> not you. <laughs> I went. Step your cookies up before they crumble. <laughs> like, wow. <laughs> like she was talking like she Real was shit. she was talking like it was the end of a mixtape. Yeah. Like like like, like, going hard, like she was like, like, like at the end of the diss track. Like, get up off your ass and work. Nobody won't work no more. Y'all need to get up and work. Like oh Yo, she was really she was really talking like she was at, speaking at the end of a diss track. I was just like, why are you so <laughs> mad? I want to talk about it. I seen this on um, IG. The girl with Citibank. Oh, I don't know about this one. You don't want to hear about the about the girl in Citibank. She tried to put in her check. <gasps> no way. Are you serious? Yeah. 
Bro, she literally tried to, her father, which was cool, her father's an entrepreneur in Africa, tried to pay her rent. The father was like, I'm going to give you a $30,000 check. This is going to pay your rent for the year. Mm. Citibank will not let her deposit it. Why? We're going to go find the story. What? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's... I, I I see both sides of every situation, right? I see. I could see why the bank is hesitant to accept a thirty thousand dollars check, but I don't see why they would be hesitant. They, I know for a fact, they wouldn't be hesitant if the person was white. Now, you ready? Listen to this. Experience what I just experienced. I'm not the kind of person to come on here crying, but fuck Citibank because my dad sent me cash a check so I can pay my rent. And they confiscate my check and refuse to give it back. And, uh, and they say, hey, we can't cash this. I said, why can't you cash it? They say, because we can't verify the check. I said, so what are you saying? They're like, we can't verify the check. I said, okay, so do you want to call my dad? He sent me the check from New York. If you want, I can, you know, he can give you his bank routing number. She's like, no, you know, we can't verify this check. I can't cash this check and I'm confiscating the check. I said, why are you confiscating my check? If you're not going to cash my check, okay, then let me go to somewhere else that can cash my check, right? She's like, because I have to confiscate the check. I said, so what are you saying? Like, are you saying the check is fraudulent? Because it's not. Okay, she's, and then I said, do you confiscate everyone's check? Who come who comes in here that you can't verify? She's like, no. I said, okay, so then why are you confiscating mine? Okay? And then she said she had nothing to say, so she walks away. She says, okay, we're going to call the cops. I said, no, I have this all on video of you literally saying that you only confiscated my check. Okay? And we all know why she fucking did that. Okay? And then she says, okay, lock her in here. You can't leave here with that video. You can't leave here with that video. I said, okay, are you going to come to my phone and delete the video then? Then come to my phone and take my phone and delete the video then. Anyway, so then she tries to, she tells him the security, lock the door, lock her in the city bank. We, she's not leaving here with that fucking video. I said, yes, yes the fuck I am. They call the cops on me. Then eventually they just, they, they just let me leave. But I'm so upset because I hear everyone talking about racial profiling and stuff, but like at the end of the day, like, I just can't even, like, this is my fucking rent money. And to think that she was going to confiscate my check, she did, but I ended up getting it back because I made her give me my check back. But to think that, like, I can't pay my rent right now because of fucking that ain't no joke. bitches who work at fucking Citibank. Yeah, bitch. <laughs> guess who's suing Citibank? <laughs> She's like, Literally. Guess who's, She's like, guess who's suing Citibank? <laughs> Literally, though, like, you work at Citibank. You work inside the bank. You're not even... You help people. You're on mm-hmm. the ground. You're the help. You literally help me. Do your job. Because just because you could never see no check like this in your life don't mean you could come and put that aggression on me. You mad because you could never... You could never get no money like this. Your rent will never be paid in a year and like you, that. And, and that's why, like, even for me, like, right now, with me and Bank of America... I'm waiting for my check yes. to clear, and it's still on hold. Yes, like, but just the fact that they conf- they tried to confiscate it, because at first when else. they were telling the story, I'm just like, okay, like maybe, maybe something, because you know, like certain checks, like with with my situation, like maybe they just need to go through everything. They confiscate it. But when she said, do you confiscate every check you right. can't you can't verify? No, and she said no. That's where you lost me. You lost me. Mm-hmm. So you don't. So this is so. Mm-hmm. This is a new protocol that you're implementing right now, specifically for me. Because I'm black. That's crazy. 
And I know she saw these. She called the cops and the cops was on. And guess what happened? They took that check. Mm-hmm. Went to another bank. And guess what happened? It got cashed. Cleared. <laughs> Cleared. Guess who's suing City Bank? Guess who's suing City Bank? <laughs> That's so crazy. That shit makes me mad. Because uh, I was thinking about Ryan Krugler. Mm, oh, yes. Yes. That shit fucked me up. This poor guy. That's, and I, the clerk I don't remember that. was black. black. Yes. Yes. So it's not just it's not just white people out here racially profiling. No, absolutely not. Absolutely it be not. It'd be it be your own. And just the fact that like he slid the note and that's the part that pissed me off is that you didn't read the note. Mm-hmm. You didn't read the note. Mm-hmm. It slid you the note and said, I would like to withdraw. Here is my account number. This is how much I want to take out. Mm-hmm. Take it out. Mm-hmm. He didn't say like, oh, um, withdraw this now. Like, no, he gave all of his banking information because he didn't want. Let me tell you something. One thing about me is that, like, even with ATMs, mm-hmm. I'm very specific of which ATM I go to and where the ATM is at and who's surrounded by the ATM. Mm-hmm. I don't go to any ATM simply because it's like I don't. I feel vulnerable. Yeah. And like, even with the bank, like, I don't always want to say like, oh, I want to take out like two thousand dollars. Mm-hmm. And someone next to me is like, mm, how much? Facts. Because then they're watching you and they're going to follow you when you leave because they know you got $2,000 in cash. Bank. Literally from the bank that you just got. That's And that's all That's all that he wanted to do, just withdraw money. I just don't want my business out there, miss. Literally. And so would she assume the note was like a robbery? Yes. With my and account the numbers? Up, and here's the part that pissed me off is that while the body cam shows him being taken away, you hear another black woman say, good job, guys. But little did you know who this man was and what he was doing. Wow. Y'all got me fucked up. Period. Suing y'all too. Suing y'all too. He can really sue and just really go him and just come up on some chicken. That shit bothered me. That 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 upset me and my homegirls. Girl. Um now the topic Mm -hmm. that everyone is talking about. Uh-huh. Which one is that? Big Willie from Philly. Uh, Big Willie from Philly. Well, come on down. Don't smack me, though, because I will swing back. <laughs> Girl. Yes. I was actually in this studio when everything happened, uh-huh. and I'm looking on my phone, and I'm like, <laughs> Well, you know, remember when Soldier Boy was like, Drake? Drake? I saw that. I was like, Well, no. Well, I was like, oh, shit. Yo, I know every Philly person was like, oh, Will, no. Ah, I feel you, Will. <laughs> Will. Why you do that, Will? I wasn't even like, it didn't, I don't know. I wasn't even hype. I was like, damn, that's crazy. Like, you know, I was just like, like I don't know. To me, that's, my other, that's friend, my, uh, my other friend from Philly was like this. He was like, oh, that's crazy, but. Like, yeah. I was like, man. We like Wu-Tang. Crazy. We ain't nothing to fuck with. Period. <laughs> <laughs> we like Wu-Tang. We ain't nothing to fuck with. Period. Feel me? Okay. And then Chris Rock, no. 
uh, okay. So I want to know your like, and it's like we're not gonna like we're really not gonna deep dive into this because I yeah, just feel so like I feel like I feel opinions, like bro. I feel like everyone <laughs> did the most unnecessary deep dives. That's of what I'm all saying. It don't. Time. It wasn't that deep to me. I was like, damn, that's so crazy. The I'm deep like, dives oh, well. were just the the deep dives were just so dramatic, unwarranted, and it's just like. Oh, let me tell you why. Because maybe like a Scientology and this <sighs> and that and this and that. Or maybe that nigga was just <sighs> really, really tired and over it. And he just lost his shit. If it was two white men, I don't think it would have gotten this extensive coverage. It would have been like, I, just allow them to deal with it. Like, They're them, passionate. Let them deal they with it. They are upset. Mm. Let me, okay, let me just, because I had to organize my thoughts with this. Um... I'll say this This is coming from someone who has been in a situation where not along the lines of like, you know, another like not along their lines of what went on. Because let me tell you something, that's out of my tax bracket. <laughs> Period. But, <laughs> I can't relate on that level. Can't relate. Um, <laughs> but more so on the lines of like, I'm a very nice person because that's how my mom raised us. And I was raised with patience. Mm -hmm. But I also know what it's like to be tried. Mm -hmm. and people read my energy as like oh i can get i can i can definitely till they got it fucked up <laughs> girl i'll be having people tar my niceness yes you know, and that's what i'm saying though like well. i'm very happy go like like of course like i can switch up and just be like for sure but for the most part your first introduction to chanel i'm gonna be super chill with you right like i'm gonna make you laugh i'm gonna mm -hmm. make you smile like i'm gonna be cool with you depending on how you even if you come off a little and eh, i'm still just gonna be like okay mm -hmm. like, like i'm still play you. i'm still gonna be respectful mm. but i've also been in a been in a position where i've just been tried and tried and tried and tried and one thing that i don't like is a lot of people are like being behavioral analysts mm. How do you how do you let someone take you out your game like that? I'm like, let me tell you something. Humbly, I've been taken out of my I've been taken out of my character. I've gotten out of my character before. I get taken out of my character at least once a week. Whoa, what? <laughs> word. <Did> I? <laughs> I did it. At least once a week. It could be a person, it could be a situation, it could be something. <laughs> And it's not like I'm proud of it. It's not like I'm saying that's something I wish I do. But like, yeah, like especially as you as you climb your own ladder and you get yeah. to places that you finally want to be, there's always going to be something pulling at you, tugging you, the devil. You know what Denzel said. Listen, at the exactly. highest moment, the devil mm -hmm. gonna come for you. And even and mm -hmm. even if even if like and it's not just something like a situation like that. It's just you yourself. You're you're. Like if you're in a place where you're just happy and you're and then something just has to come up mm -hmm. and be like, I'm gonna poke you, I'm gonna poke you, I'm gonna poke you, and then you black. You won't react. <laughs> and that's the part that I have an issue with is that everybody's a behavioral analyst. Everybody can should have, could have, would have unless they was in that position. Exactly. Everybody can should have, could have, would have, and and X, Y, and Z. You don't know what, and the part that pisses me off is it set us back a hundred years, and 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 black people, and I'm like, that first like of some and, and shit. it is coon ass shit, and I'm gonna tell you something. <laughs> this is just from Chanel talking. 
I'm making no effort to want to fit in white spaces. Okay. I am not going to squish and mold and this and that to fit into these white spaces. Let's stop acting like every other year. Halle Berry is still the only black woman to win Best Actress. And that was from when? Probably like maybe... This is Catwoman? No, this is Monster Ball. Mm. Mm. That was her own. That that, mm. that she is still the first mm. and only black woman to win best actress at the Oscars. Mm. 2016, where Chris Rock was a host. Uh huh. People, black people were boycotting because all of those big categories, not one black person was nominated. nominated yup, I remember. I remember that. Not one black person was nominated. So that's why it's just like, why are we so pressed to fit in these spaces that necessarily aren't open to us? And my problem with white people is that you accept us into your space when it's in your parameters. But as soon as we act as black people that y'all don't understand or that y'all don't accept or that y'all don't want to take notice of it's a problem and we're this and we're that and we're this but just last week you was telling me black lives matter bitch but now you talking shit on my whole my all my people because and we're not or we're not being or or we're not being recognized for our work that tell our black stories Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that's the part that i don't like we upset about that but not the fact that there are only few and it's the same black actors and actresses too yes Yes, but they would love for us to present an award <laughs> or come perform. Oh yes, yes. When I saw Megan Thee Stallion, I won't lie, I, I love Meg, but I was just like, mm-hmm. exploitation. Like this did not have to be, girl. You did not have to take this gig. <laughs> like girl, I swear to God, I. I'm not mad at the bag though. I'm not mad I at the bag. Pass up the bag. I wouldn't pass up the bag, but for artistic dignity. <laughs> But for artistic <laughs> dignity, I'm going to be like, okay, this is one thing that I have been peeping that has been like pissing me off is that people are like, you know, with this whole will thing, like, oh, like the, this whole narrative of protecting black women should not be. I said, hold on. Oh, I said protecting black women is a narrative. <laughs> it is. No, it is because it's not intuitive. Ah, It's not. It's intuitive. selective. And yep. it's also very selective. Yep. Yep. Even though, shoot me, I'm a black woman. It should be intuitive. Like mm-hmm. why? And in not even just okay. Yes, specifically black women, women. Period. Right. Mm-hmm. But it, it it gets to a point where it needs to go from women and children to yes, black women mm-hmm. specifically because we are given. Yo, do you know how many times I'm in a white specifically a white working environment and I work up through like my intelligence, my abilities, yep, my and you got to continuously to prove yo everything. are up through everybody there. Mm-hmm. But it's just like you have to put in more work, you have to put in more effort, yep. you have to show more just to be even put on a comparison level with these white people. That's it. It's and it just even just like again like the whole narrative of pretending black woman like nah like it is protecting black every black 
woman not just specifically these type with this type of hair or this type with this type of skin tone or this type with their body size and their body shape no all 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 All. specifically all and to be honest what that man did was protect his wife not just his black wife he just protected his wife was it the right time not necessarily if we're gonna be politically correct no it wasn't the right place in the right time but true I stand by this. Public disrespect deserves a public checking. Mm, true. Because that's my thing, though. Like with, with, with Lee Daniels and Monique. Lee Daniels publicly condemned Monique mm-hmm. and blackballed. They were public about blackballing her. Mm-hmm. But most recently, he definitely got up on that stage and said, I am so sorry. Right there is a video of him and Monique on stage. And he said, I'm so sorry. Mm-hmm. I was wrong. Not not only were you my business partner, but you were my best friend. Mm. And in front of this whole audience, I just want to say, mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I fuck with that. Mm-hmm. Like, I fuck with, you know, if mm-hmm. you publicly disrespect me, I'm going to need you to publicly apologize. Because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, outside, if you disrespect me in public and apologize in private, people are still going to assume mm-hmm. that this is what it is between us. On? And you don't give a fuck. You stand 10 toes in what you did. Mm-hmm. But yet you're apologizing in private. Mm -hmm. So I get that. But what I don't like, what I don't like is people are putting the blame. And again, when it's two men or a man decides to do something, some way, somehow it leads back to us. Some way, somehow it's our fault. Mm -hmm. And I don't Mm -hmm. like that. Mm -hmm. Because she didn't go say go smack him. Thank you. She didn't say get up and go smack him. You know what bothers me though? You know what bothers me though? People are like, oh, well, he laughed. I said, let me tell you something. One thing about Chanel Napier, what she gonna do is, you're, if you say something stupid, I'm gonna be like, a word. Like, you think you're funny? Yo, that shit crazy. You're not funny. <laughs> Period. And I don't know if that's because I'm crazy. No, I'm not crazy. It's just, no, I'm crazy. Yeah, I'm crazy. Everyone sarcastically laughed at something. Uh-huh. Everyone has fake laughed. I've had to sit in a studio audience and sit through a, a comedy special that I thought was not funny. Mm-hmm. But when I didn't laugh, they like one big rule that they have when you first um, go into a live taping. They're like, even if you don't think it's funny, still laugh. And I'm like, oh, this is going to be really, really hard because I can't laugh. So what I did was I took it out of <laughs> Maybe that'll give me the laugh. To ensure the giggles come. <laughs> to ensure the giggles. And best believe, Brie, that shit ain't work. <laughs> It didn't work. I was like this. At first, I was like this. My you was stuck. <laughs> and the assistant producer tapped me on the shoulder and was like, Miss, Miss, we need you to laugh. I said, okay. And <laughs> 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 Devon's right here. Devon's next to me. <laughs> Not laughing. <laughs> Not even once laughing. He's just like. Oh, my God. Um. So, like, I get it. When people are like, either you can sarcastic laugh or fake a laugh. And again, we all know that these award thing they cut. Yeah, Every, they they, right. they can they all cut. It. Yeah, because he can really laugh and just be like, "Right, you got me fucked up." And then looked at her and was like, "Okay, so you felt that shit too." What irked me about the whole thing is just that like, Chris Rock had the whole good hair. Yeah, docu- a whole documentary where he showed me that the perms that I used to get in my hair can cut through a fucking uh, Coca Cola bottle. Yes. Or, or can. Like yes. a soda can. Like an aluminum soda can. Yes. These perms that we put in our hair, it goes through that. So how are you 
putting all this time, money, effort, and energy. I think he traveled to Africa mm-hmm. in the documentary and everything too, telling black women to love their hair. And then you're going on and you're making a black woman the butt of your joke because of her hair, which is due to a medical condition. And and whether or not he knew that or not, whether or not he knew you did a documentary about it. And even if it wasn't medical related, why can't I just like my hair bald? Like I cut all my hair off and I love being bald because you know how much maintenance it took? None. (laughs) But you know what? But you know what the messed up part is? Is that what do you expect from someone that does shit like this? Blackest white guy I fucking know. And then then all the the negative things we think about black people. This fucker. You're saying I'm a nigger. Yes. You are the niggerest fucking white man. He's too comfortable with white people. I don't think he, he could do that. I think he has no balls. I mean, no, you don't even understand. Really? You don't you don't really know him like you're, that. I've worked with you him. You know, like you're a bit of uh, I wouldn't use it anywhere. No, exactly. These two, these two. We say nigger on stage. On stage. <laughs> you guys don't. That's a, yeah. an interesting yeah, two teams here. That's right. That's right. We say nigger on stage, you guys don't. But that's definitely a pairing. Who, who we say you're on stage. We don't. Well, you just did. Yeah, That's right. Uh, yeah. You and me say no, 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 no. Why do they keep saying it? Go on. You guys don't. I don't believe he says it in private. I've but given it up just because it's played. I don't believe it's played. Yeah. Well, I don't think you've ever said it probably in your life. No, no. Think, no. Yeah, that's a, that's the huge difference between you and me, I think. Well, you, said you it. found the humor of it. Yeah. I haven't found it. Right. Nor do I seek it. Period. Right. Okay. So, so, so that... And whether or not people are like, oh my god, that's so old. He could have grown by then. If you, first of all, you're the only black man between these three other white men, and y'all are also comfortable throwing the nigger, nigger, hard er, hard er. I say you throw a hard er. Do you say nigger on stage? We say nigger on stage. White people. I don't. And I don't see the humor in that. Literally, where is it? Where is it? Exactly. Where is it? I can, I can, as a black person, can find the humor in that. If I see you, I'm like, oh, you acting like a nigga. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I can, <laughs> I but I'm not going to tell you, though. Right. <laughs> I'm going to say it to myself. I'm going to say it to myself. I'm yes. not going to say it yes. to you. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to give you that 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 power or that, oh, like, I feel good saying that. Like, she said I'm black. Mm-hmm. No, I'm going to be like, oh, you got that. Mm-hmm. Oh, the right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, oh, right. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, no, oh, you know, like, when I see, when I just see certain stupid shit, I'm like, oh, yeah, oh they act like niggas right now. Literally. Like, but I'm not going to tell you that, though. And I'm black. But back to just some way, somehow, <laughs> it became her fault. And she's this and she's that. And now when I see white comedians, like, dumb bitch, you can just wear a, a wig. And I'm like, why is it that <laughs> men think that? women desire or that they can like like that men can even mm-hmm. tell women what they can do with their body like one you especially like, in the face of a medical condition just in just with my body period it's like i can't get abortions in certain places now and then i just had to have a law passed so that i can wear my hair, hair and, and in the state I that want. it is literally so it's like I think that's just the overall problem And here. that's, like, the part that I have a problem with, and it's just more so of, like, oh, like, it was a G.I. Jane joke. It was just this and it was that. But, like, the difference between G.I. Jane and Jada is that G.I. Jane cut her hair. 
because she felt like it. This woman, this hairstyle was not by choice. And even if it was, why do you have to? Why do you have to use me as a comparison? Why can't I just be out here with my? And hair? now, what people don't understand is, prior to that joke, he was making um a joke on I think her name is Penelope Cruz and someone else, and the joke was about her being more successful than her. her. Man. Yes. Uh huh. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Everyone else's jokes that you've been pinpointing about their success and their relationship and shit like that. And now you're coming at my. Appearance. But now you're coming at my appearance, and I'm just a guest. I'm not even nominated for anything. I'm the I'm his plus one. Uh huh. He could have took his daughter. Uh-huh. He could have took anybody else. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So okay, but also, I'm a little not lost, but. Is G.I. Jane even relevant? Like, is there a new movie coming up no. where they talk? It this was just random. Old. That's what I'm saying. Is why why did he just randomly say G.I. G.I. Jane? And and one thing I will say about me is I love comedy. Like uh-huh. I love Dave Chappelle. Uh-huh. I love Dave Chappelle. <laughs> I absolutely love Dave Chappelle. Yes. But one thing that I commend Dave Chappelle on is that when it came to his people and his race mm-hmm. being in question. And certain like if you ever hear the story of why Dave Chappelle stopped doing comedy, mm-hmm. not not doing comedy, stopped doing the Chappelle Show, he said there was that one skit where he was in, he decided to do blackface, mm-hmm. and while he's doing it, the people, the producers, and you know the crew were like laughing so hard, they mm-hmm. loved it, mm-hmm. but they weren't black, they were white, and That's he why stopped. You like this so much, and he stopped, and he was just like, uh-huh. and he said, oh, they're not. They're laughing at me. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. I can't do this. Even down to when Dave Chappelle did a show, um, he did a special and he was talking about um, when he got called into the office mm-hmm. for Comedy Central. And I'm guessing there's like a department where like censorship. So say if you say something like totally out of line, you get a call from that office and you got to go in. And he said, you know, um, Dave, you can't say the word F-A-G. You can't say the word fag. Mm. And he said, okay, no problem. <laughs> so he said, okay, no problem. I walk, Well, he said, I walked away. I came back and he said, but you'll let me say nigger. Mm-hmm. 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 And she said, yeah. And he was just like, so wait, why is it that I can't say this word, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. nigger mm-hmm. and other People in the show say nigger and it's up for grabs. Mm-hmm. Why is that? Mm-hmm. So that's the part where is that's that's the part that's just like it's very like the art of comedy. Granted, it's a very colorful thing. But there has to be a point in time where I love this term. You got to stay in code, brother. Mm-hmm. You got to stay in code. Mm-hmm. This shit is funny, but at the expense of this black woman's hair. That I, did, that I did a documentary back in the day. Yep. Oh, no, nah, I can't do that. Whether if, if a writer said it or not, I can't talk about that. I can't talk about that. And even just like along the lines of hair, I saw this thing where um, talking about like different treatment you get for your hair, like depending on like, do, are you treated differently based upon yes. your hair? Yes. And when I seen that shit, I was like, yo, yes. I felt that in my soul. Yes, I am completely. 
yo, if I'm if my hair is straight or if I'm wearing like a wig that's long and straight or just straight that will like resemble a weave or mm-hmm. like European beauty. Oh, standards. I get hella love with this shit. Yo, I'm you get what I'm saying? Everybody, dang girl, dang girl, love, let me walk out with a fro. You know Man. what I'm saying? Or a natural hairstyle. I I you know some people treat me like not people treat me like trash, but I don't know. It is getting better, yeah. right? You know, do you see some people, dang queen, I love your crown, blah, blah, you know, certain people. But yeah. the majority, right, the majority, the, the difference in the hair definitely plays yeah, on you how definitely get a, you. Yeah, you definitely get yes. a different type of treatment with your hair. Yes. Like, let me ask you, when was the first time you've noticed that, that you get different treatment based upon your hair? When I was like 16 and I got my first weave. Really? Yeah, because I would go from, yeah, like wearing natural hairstyles and now it's weaving. All of a sudden, people who weren't talking to you, who weren't noticing you, whatever, are like, oh, damn, girl. Hey, girl, your hair look good. Mm. You know, because now they, they, they see me in the light of what they perceive beauty standards to be. I learned at a very young age. Dang. I learned probably I had to be maybe in the, I was in third grade. Oh, wow. Damn. Mm-hmm. I was in the third grade. And I remember at the time, my mom just put a lot of like... um like the braids, but I would have it in a bun in the back mm-hmm. or my hair would just be in a bun. And this was the first time I got box braids, but mm. they were long. Like they were like tasteful for like, like a little girl. Like they had to be maybe about like here. They were long, like, and that was before like knotless was a thing. Mm-hmm. Like it was just. I like, always had Shanae braids. <laughs> like this is before like the age of knotless braids. Like they were knotless braids before everyone was like, they're knotless. Uh, like, yeah, like I had the braids. Because, and I remember, there were these girls that would sit in the front of the bus. And they were Spanish. Mm-hmm. They had long, luscious hair. And I always wanted to sit with them. Mm. Like, some of them, most of them were in my class. So it's like, we would talk in class, but I never sat. They never invited me to sit with them. Mm-hmm. So I would just, like, sit, like, you know, wherever I sat, just sit quietly and just, you know, wait for my other friend to get on the bus, who was natural. And one day... I came with the long braids and they were like, Chanel, come Uh sit with us. Come sit with us. Come sit with us. And I'm like, Uh uh-huh. Shit, you guys, you guys don't like, like, I know we talk in class, but you guys want me to sit on the bus with you guys. So, yep. And for a month, I had those those braids. (laughs) No. (laughs) I took those braids out. Mm -hmm. I took those braids out. And I was like, hey, guys. And they were like. <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> Who the? They wasn't fucking with me. Damn, Chanel. And that was. And I learned at a Damn. very tender young age that hair really makes or breaks how you get treated. That's sad. That's crazy. I, want, I learned that as, think, at a very young age. I'm trying to think if I do that to people. I don't. You do? I don't. You don't. No, but when your hair type, no, because that's the pretty. I'm, I'll tell you right now. I think I've touched every hairstyle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think I've done every hairstyle mm-hmm. possible besides like actual locks. Mm-hmm. I did the full locks. I did the braids. I did the. I did the shaved head. Mm-hmm. I've I've done the fade with the line. I've done it all. I've done it all. I've yeah. done it all. And it and I'm. I'm <laughs> I'm like that to people. Like, Word? Tell but, me why. But I'm more like that to men and their beards. 
Like, if your beard is struggling or don't connect, I won't look your way. But don't, ah! look, but don't come back the next week and that joint looking plush because then I'll be all that I'm going to be very. It's a beard frontal. <laughs> <laughs> no, that nigga got a beard frontal. <laughs> Where they do that at? He got a beard frontal. I definitely, I, I can, I can say I do that to some people. Like, really? I, but I guess because I know people do it to me. You know, I think it's just a, a ripple effect type of thing. Like, I don't intention. I won't say intentionally do it. Like, oh, her hair looked this type of way, so I don't think we're gonna be friends, mm-hmm. or I won't talk to him. But like, yeah, it's like I know now. You know, I don't know. Breathe down. You can't do that. I don't discriminate. Not right. not necessarily saying I'll like treat you like shit if you don't mm-hmm. look a certain way, but I'll be more interested if you looked this type of way. And I think that's everybody. But you mean like to date or to be cool with? I guess I guess both. Okay. I guess both. You know? I feel you. Not I guess more so date. Because more I'm, so date. I'm okay. friendly. I'm friendly to everyone. Yeah. Like, you know, I'm really cool and friendly with everyone. I'm not really looking mm. for what you can do for me or how is it going to benefit me. I'm just like, you're a cool person. I'm a cool person. I think that's why I don't. I think that's why I don't do it is because, like, at a young age, I've, I've experienced oh, a lot. Like, like, when I, like, my mom was like, um, we're going to get, you're going to get this style. Mm-hmm. Like, like, not, like, on some controlling shit, like, um, Miss Tina's going to do this. And I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> no one's going to love me for the next <laughs> month. Especially when I got those braids, everyone. Oh, but let me tell you, when I got a weave. Okay. Yeah. When I got a weave. Yeah. What? Everyone was fucking with it. Different bitch. Different bitch. But I also it's it's and it's like yo, you ever? I don't know if it was just me, but like I got so accustomed to weaves and braids. Yeah. To the point where it was like when it was time to give my hair a break. Mm-hmm. Say like if you took your braids out on Wednesday and your appointments on Friday, I used to hate it because I'm just like, what am I gonna do for the next two days? The next two days. Gonna be the next really? four, the next forty eight hours. I don't know. Because it's like, yo, the shit that I used to deal with. Uh-huh. Shit I used to deal with when my natural hair was out. People used to talk like people. I got, I. Until I cut that bit, until I cut all this shit off. Girl, that's, I was about to say like, but once it's like all these people who are making comments or who feel some type of way about my hair. They're not maintaining it. They're not doing it. They're not helping me pay to yep. get it done. They're not. They're not worried about it. Versus that's what made me stop. That's what made me it. stop. Because I'm just like, Girl. yo, like when I hand over that that bread, and I'm like, yep. I'm like, Chanel, why the fuck are yep. you letting people get under your skin when they're not uh-huh. paying for you, these fucking braids? Or you would keep perming your hair, or yep. keep braiding your hair. It's causing bald spots. Yo, when I tell you, weaves. yo, when I used to get perms, and I used to feel that look. When I first cut my hair, I I was after my freshman year of college mm-hmm. i left school and you know with just with the amount of perms that i was getting like i like i was cutting my hair and still perming it when i first cut it i was still perming it mm-hmm. but this time because when i was originally getting permed i had more hair so i wouldn't feel like the little like scabs the uh-huh the scabs uh-huh. the bruising the burns in my uh-huh. scalp but when i had short hair yep. and say you know i had like the halle berry cut like i it was like if I if I had like the tiniest little fucking curl, curls, uh-huh. the tiniest flat iron uh-huh. of all time, that <laughs> shit was crazy. 
And, you know, I remember when, you know, I was combing it and I would see flakes and I'm like, uh-huh. Oh, those are scabs. Oh, what the fuck? And then I grew it out and then I was just like, you know what? I grew it out where you could see like the new growth and the perm. I said, yo, chop this shit off. Uh-huh. Chop it off. Uh-huh. And I and I feel like I'll say that that was like the turning point for me to be like, yeah, I don't give a fuck what y'all niggas say about my hair. Mm-hmm. Simply because mm-hmm. I can shave it off today and be fine. Mm-hmm. Of course, like when it comes down to, you know, having no hair, people think it's okay to just touch your head. Never. Yeah. That never happened to me. Oh, no. I've had to. I've had to. Ugh. I've had to Will Smith a few people. <laughs> <laughs> No, no funny shit. Burr, 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 like, burr, like burr, I've see? had, I've had people go like this. Like, what yo, is it I, about a bald head? On I love woman? this shit, and I'm just like that. Men or people whoa. just feel like they need to be involved. Like most of it was women. That's why? the fucked up part. Oh. That's part that got me mad. Most of it was women. Like, oh my god, Not and I'm like, your head. <laughs> like it was a fucking basketball. Like it, like, like. Yo, a glow, a orb, a fucking... Uh, uh, not a snow globe. Um, what is it? What is that shit? A mystical globe, a mystical ball? Yeah, whatever that is. Mm. Yeah, and they used to really, like, Miss Cleo my shit. Like, <laughs> like... Let me look into your future. <laughs> call me now! <laughs> the cards don't lie. <laughs> that's, how they, that's, how they, that's how they was doing me. They was doing me dirty. They were. They were doing me dirty with that shit. And I was fucking over it. But I will say now, like, I can just take off my wig and just be content. My nigga just be looking at me like, oh, there she goes. (laughs) I would walk out with my Meek Mill braids. I don't give a fuck. Because you from Philly. Yeah. (laughs) Shut the fuck up. Woo! Mm -hmm. But yeah, that's just, that's just me. I, mm. Yeah, but let's let's start getting into the like I will say, speaking of hair, Katanji Brown with uh-huh. her sister locks, uh huh, uh huh, making big moves. Hey, I will say, okay, I will say this though, and I hate getting into political stuff, but I feel like these are things that we need, we do need to talk about, right? Just to get people like you know in the know of who these people are. So for those that don't know who Katanji Brown is, first of all, let's get into the pronunciation of her name, Katanji. Yes, it took me a while. It took me a couple times to say it out loud, for real, for real. Kamala Harris, that took me a minute. I kept saying Kamala. Kamala, a lot of people do. I still, still do. do. <laughs> <laughs> it's Kamala. Kamala. But people be like, Kamala. Kamala. <laughs> that was neat. <laughs> I was one of those. Clearly. Um, Kentaji. So let's just get into who is Katanji Brown. She's a attorney and a jurist. Um, she's originally from D.C. but raised in Miami. Material girl. Hey. <laughs> she is a material girl. Um, her name means lovely one. Mm. I love names like that. Mm. I love names that like. Have a good name. I'm just named after a brand. <laughs> but no but shout out to my mom it was a nice name though i like my name um channel anyway (laughs) channel shit boy (laughs) um down to um she has two daughters Okay. With her husband in 25 years. Mm-hmm. Graduated from Harvard Law, cum laude, in 1996. <laughs> that was before I was born. Um, served as a clerk for Supreme Court Justice Stephen Breyer, who hopefully she'll be taking his place, which she already did. 
Um, President Obama nominated her for U.S. District Court for D.C. in 2012, mm-hmm. um, nominated by President uh, Biden right now for U.S. Court of Appeals. Her slogan is hard work, big breaks, okay. and tough skin. Yes. Because, you know, we've been talking about that. Like, yes. you know, like hard work, big breaks. Yes. Take the time. Take the time. But also tough skin because people are out here talking about you and coming for you. Yes. And that's what they did to my good sis. Absolutely. And let me tell you something. The power of patience and stillness in a black woman. Girl. When facing disrespect. Oh, my God. Yo, she was an inspiration. When I was watching the hearing and the ceremony and the stupid questions like, what is a woman? I know what you're doing. You're trying to set this woman up. Yes. And you know, she she gave the most chillest clap back. I'm not a biologist. (laughs) Period. Why would I know that? That's out of my jurisdiction. Aren't y'all, don't y'all debate that term every every other day because y'all want to exclude other people? So y'all tell me. What did y'all decide on today? Well, what, 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 is, what, what is a woman today? I think it changes every day. So what do you... <laughs> you tell me. You tell me. The fuck? But yo, she literally said, I'm not a biologist. Period. Maybe you should ask them. Uh, some, of the, some of the snippets I caught were just a lot of her responding like, well, I would need... I'm like, well, that she was just basically like, well, what I would do in that situation is assess the evidence and assess the case and see if there were any precedents. Yeah. And do my Don't research. ask me a question about a case and not give me every all the all all, all How of am I supposed to give you a, a answer right now if I can't do the job that I'm trying to do? Like, that's the whole point of me mm-hmm. being here is for me to be able to do this job. So you're asking me questions that don't have nothing to do with that. Like exactly. that's that's what that's exactly what I would do if I had this job. I would take everything into consideration and then make a decision off of that. Yep. Not they were really asking her questions to set her ass up, and that shit was eating at me. <laughs> no, when, for when, real. When, when Ted, let me tell you something about Ted Cruz. Mm. And I guess I really don't like. I I can never really dislike you know like celebrities or political figures except for Trump. <laughs> but Ted Cruz is on that list because mm. the certain shit that this man be doing. And he was like, do you think babies can be racist? I'm like, what does that even mean? He was trying to read a book to her and he couldn't like pronounce one of the words. So she was like, this is a word. (laughs) This is how you pronounce it. (laughs) Stupid. Clearly. 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 Clearly you're a 10 piece McDickie. (laughs) (laughs) For sure. Stupid. And that's what I mean. Like the patience and the stillness of a black woman. You just got to be like... Y'all are really playing in my face like I didn't. Like, y'all y'all haven't seen my credentials. Like, y'all haven't seen where I came from. Did, y'all do you scared. know that all the, out of all the do. other people on that Supreme Court, she is the most qualified? <laughs> she has checked every That's box. That's surprising. And that, they're intimidated by that because let her get in there. She's coming for all of them. Let, yes, and let her get in her bag. Yes. They're scared. They were talking... There was a, I'm trying to think, me and my mom had the conversation. One of the people that were, um, like, getting in her ass about, um, you know, her sense, not, not, not being tough on sex offenders, mm-hmm. not being tough on them. Little do people know that that guy that brought it up. Is a sex offender. He's, he's, he's under investigation. Oh. For uh, sexual harassment in the workplace. Sure. So now watch her be like, okay, so once I get in this shit, guess, guess, you wanna see how soft I, I am on shit like offenders? that? Oh. Oh, baby, I got something for you. 
I just feel like they're all literally writing their own, I don't want to say like gravestone, but like you're one, it's like one, just in general, as a general human being, you're directly and intentionally sabotaging this woman's progress in her career. Mm -hmm. And like... That's gonna come back to you. Like no. The part that pissed me off though. You, the part that would piss me off though is just that. Like I could imagine sitting there like, yo, y'all really wasting my time on some shit. Uh-huh. Like we could really be getting mm-hmm. through the nitty gritty of X, Y, and Z, and y'all holding up the process with bullshit. Mm-hmm. 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 Like there are so many other things that we can talk about and get things done. And you're asking me, are babies racist? You're <laughs> no, asking but it me. It sounds to- like you are. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> And you're asking me about what is a woman? Mm-hmm. You know, if I give you this definition, mm-hmm. they just wanted her to, and that's the thing because she come. First of all, she made it here, right? Mm-hmm. She's supposed to be here. So they're like, "What can we do to get her out of here?" We ha- and yep. it has to be the most of ridiculous. What can we thing. do to make you feel like you don't belong? Shit. But you, we know you really do. But what made me feel good, though, is that Cory Booker. Yes. Yes. Just really gave me everything I needed to hear as a black woman as well. Mm -hmm. And that was Mm -hmm. reassurance. And again, that's how you protect the black woman. Protect. And this is why it's protect black women. That's what. and, And that's the conversation that I. People don't want to have, and yes. that like when people ask like, "What is the definition of protect black woman?" and that's, that's it right there, and you that is two reass- different examples: Will Smith, ah, <laughs> and Cory Booker. That's it. You know, that's it. That is the definition right there, Literally. and and that and that's what it was. That was all that it was, and I love that. I'm glad he gave us hope. He said a lot of what we were thinking and couldn't say, and I'm so grateful that she had someone like that in there with her to be able to do that for her because it's really sad to see. And like you said, the strongness and the patience, I was crying for her mm-hmm. because it's like, how are, how am I, how did I go through all that I went through to get here and y'all still putting me through this? Yes, exactly. And I still got to deal with this. You don't even know. And, and I still have to And, deal and going with this. back to being a black woman, you already are putting in twice the work to be put on the same playing field. Knowing damn well she went through way more than anybody mm-hmm. else being there to be there. It's just crazy for me. It is. He, I love Cory Booker for that. He gave yes. a lot of reassurance. Give and just even the flowers. fact that he, he, yeah, you know what? Let's give it up for Cory yes, Booker. Give we, love we love okay. that. We love that. Because that reassurance right there made me emotional simply because it's like, I see what they're doing to Mm -hmm. you. You don't deserve that. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to sit here. I'm going to put all y'all on notice. Yeah. You're not crazy. You're not crazy. You are smart. You deserve to be here. You are that one. You are not one of them. Literally. I love that term. I am not one of them. Hey. And it's, it goes back to the whole Denzel thing. When you are at your highest moment, Mm -hmm. that's when the devil will come for you. Yes, that is for Anywhere, everyone. yo, yo, <sighs> girl. What are you gonna do for these next? For the for, we're ending the season. Oh. We're gonna take a break, y'all. When I tell you, we really do need this break. 
<laughs> what are you gonna do for this break get my life together like mm-hmm. i said i just sold my car my life is new i just sold my car i got a new job yeah we love new job yeah, so I think just figuring out what my life looks like, mm-hmm. get more of what I want. I'm getting a chef. Oh, we love black chef. luxury. I love black luxury. First, I got me a house cleaner. Now I'm adding a chef to the team. Eventually, Absolutely. I'm getting a driver. Oh, God. Yeah, girl. I'm not playing. Like, I'm I not playing. It's true. It's black luxury. I'm working on making the life that I want to live. So Absolutely. That's what I'm doing with my break, girl. What you doing? Um... I'm going to take, you know, my time to... Man, I'm going home. Oh. What? Okay. Let me tell you. I miss I miss my I miss my parents. I miss Aww. I miss my siblings. My little brother is graduating college. Hey, shout, shout out to hey. Sally. Okay. Oh, my boy is graduating college. So, and I'm just happy to have all of my siblings all in one room. Aww. All in the same house so we can wreck it as per usual. <laughs> Sorry, mom and dad. Oh. Not that we be wrecking shit, but it's just we just be Causing havoc. And my mom loves it. My mom absolutely loves us causing Aww. havoc in the house. Um, you say that till she actually helped clean up. Shit. <laughs> shit. <laughs> oh, this button. Oh, my God. That'd be me. <laughs> um, and to be honest, I'm going to start doing... I feel like since I got back on this mic, I feel like taking taking a step back from it, I can't do it again. So, like... I'm just gonna start doing little like little interviews here and there if I like come across oh. someone. When I go home, I'm gonna interview. I'm not gonna interview. I'm just gonna like do like you know something like on Discord okay. with my friends. I'm gonna do a one on one with my mom. Oh, I'm gonna do a one on one with my dad. Okay, so you said with... you're building your audio career. Yes, absolutely. Like it's. Oh. Well, let me tell y'all something. It is. It is. It's. I'm not stopping. Yes. I'm not stopping. No. Okay. I'm not gonna I stop. Love that. I'm not gonna stop for anyone, anything. Like yes. this this is not going to stop. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that's where that's where Chanel is. So and we coming back season two, two baby. Better season than two. ever. Y'all better stay tuned. Some shit y'all never done heard before. We going yes, up. We, we going up. Going up. And we're not gonna stop, y'all. So be prepared for season two coming in June. Thanks for rocking with us. Yes, we thank you guys for a successful season one. Yes. We thank you to all of our friends and family who have shared and support that have given us nothing but love and encouragement, advice, and guidance. What you guys do does not go unseen. And yeah, we outside.